have a something? Do we have a something? Do we have a something? Do we have a something? Oh my God. That's that's crazy. I didn't know that that's what we were going to be putting in our pre-roll. So guys, I'm sorry that you're hearing this. I'm I'm sorry that I was just I was just doing a little improv improv game and Toby's out here. Toby's out here going for your heart, going for the jugular. Don't you feel the love tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do let's do the game where you have to say something over and over again in different ways. Uh, your phrase is uh, kumquat, so I want you to start. I just want kumquat, you to kumquat, kumquat. I want you to say it in every different emotion. Come on, Toby. Kumquat. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. What about uh, uh, crumble? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, guys, I'm surprised that Toby's even doing this. I'm surprised that Toby even gave in a little bit. That's awesome <laughs> for me. That's a win for Davey. Yeah, stoked about that. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to go live. Love you guys very much. What is up, everyone? Welcome to the 57th episode of A Drink and a Joint. A okay. I mean, that's fair enough. That's what it is today, right? <coughs> and that's... That's fine, just fine. I'm so stoked to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was there was that day we got far too stoned to even finish finish the podcast. Uh, yeah, we got we got real down on ourselves real fast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we have them. Uh, okay, so when when one of us starts to break down, the other has to pull out their phone uh, and start and just. This is content, bro. It's content. You gonna film me being a sad boy right now? Filming this? You filming sad boy? I've got Toby allowed me one Miller High Life. It was funny. I, I looked over and saw that he had one of these Natty Light Seltzers, and I went, ooh. And he went, he's like, what did you? Yeah, you ain't getting none of this. And he meant it. It's, and it's, the first, it's the first time in a long time Toby's been that sassy to me. Yeah, what we got? Okay. Yeah. Sugary butter. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm about that. This is going to be good. That just makes me think of fish. Yeah, from Picture of Nectar. Uh, a mud rat detector, a ribbon reflector. But they never said nectar collector. No, but did they say something collector? Um, give the director a... Give the director a hormone collector. It's <laughs> something like that. Uh, yeah, just some some nonsense. But boy, do they get paid. They laugh all the way to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> Respect, but fuck you. Oh, dude. So when I was living in Washington, D.C., Fish was like my soundtrack. So it was weird. I, I rarely I played a lot of the dead on the street, but I rarely yeah. listened to the dead. It's just because it was a city. I was taking the metro all the time. And Fish was just, Fish is more city music than the dead. Yeah. Like, if you're in a bustling city, Fish being all, like, fast and crazy, you're just, like, walking along with people and stuff. You're sitting on the, the subway, going through subway tunnels, listening to fucking Guayla Papyrus. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> Nonsense, yeah. <laughs> you're going to go ahead and start it? Yeah, well, uh, just up top, guys, we're going to go ahead and tell you that, uh, you should subscribe. You should subscribe oh, yeah. to the YouTube channel. <laughs> you sub- <laughs> I'm just going to tell you up top. Uh, I am three dogs in a man suit. <laughs> I just had to let you guys know that I'm three dogs in a man suit. That's my bad. Right? Uh, <coughs> but anyway, subscribe to the fucking YouTube channel like you should. Um, if you're on SoundCloud, follow us. If you're on anything else, uh, subscribe, five stars, whatever the equivalent is. This is Toby's cry for help. He's getting real depressed. I don't know if I am. Just... Oh, yeah. Well, the Internet's out there, man. There's it's true. We've discussed a lot of fucked up things. <coughs> no, can't do it. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, we've talked child trafficking. We Yeah, there's there's not a whole lot that we won't touch on. Except kids. Yeah. Oh, dude, that you slapped your knee. Yeah, I don't think you've ever slapped your knee at anything I've said before. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll take it for sure. I'll I'll take all that. Um, but yeah, get out. Yeah, we we yeah, send us some send us some fucking ideas for for content. Send us ideas for podcasts. Send us topic ideas. If there's something in history that has happened that you'd like us to talk about, <coughs> we'll do it. 
or if you want to really try to offend Toby with a topic, that's fine too. We'll see. We'll see. We'll at least read them out. Yeah, it's out there. <laughs> but what what offends you? What offends you to your core? Yeah, right. That's it's kind of hard to find something. Yeah, tell them about that time in fourth grade. <laughs> Who are you? Unless you're like, <coughs> oh, yeah, <coughs> show, yeah. <coughs> this is my new fist. Got these put in yesterday. <coughs> Eight-inch cylindrical pistons. Yeah? Toby smokes his bowls from the top. Dude, <coughs> we should do commentaries too. <coughs> I haven't seen any of it yet, <coughs> and I want to see it real bad. Um, so let's um, <coughs> and you've got Disney Plus, right? Well, let's do um, yeah, let's do commentaries on all of them. How many episodes are going to be in the season? Okay, how many are there already? Six? Five? Four? Something like that? <coughs> but Baby Yoda, man, I hear about Baby Yoda. And Baby Yoda looks cute as fuck, and I hear he's a badass. Um, well, no, it's not Yoda. Yeah, there isn't. There isn't. They don't have a name. The the only so what I know a lot about Star Wars it's fucked up, um, but there's only two. There's only two. That's racist. There's only. <laughs> you can tell by my shirt. That's racist. <laughs> no, against against uh, the 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 Orient cults. No, I'm not culturally appropriating. I am culture fluid. <laughs> I'm a white dude with dreads wearing <laughs> wearing a Tai Chi shirt, man. What's up? <laughs> I'm a real mixed bag. Nope, not going to let you have that one. Um, but uh, there's only two yoda-like creatures that you've seen in the movies it's yoda and then in the phantom menace i think there's a female one but it's just yoda with hair and her name's yaddle but this is supposed to be no i think it's Yeah, <laughs> whose mom? <coughs> when did when did they talk about Yoda's parents? <coughs> okay.
Wikipedia. No, it's a thing. Okay, so there are four. Okay, so there's this one thing on here on Quora. It says, all we know is that Yoda was the last surviving member of his species, aside from Yaddle, Vantar, and Oteg. Yeah, where the fuck are they at? <laughs> but even then, you know, it could be Yoda reincarnated. Baby Yoda. Yoda versus Adoy. Oh, you want, like, fucking, uh, Clone Wars, Revenge of the Sith, Flippy Yoda, Flippy Yoda, juggling about? <coughs> Hell yeah, that's not even Star Wars anymore, bro, I'm about it. Now we're just talking about Dragon Ball. <coughs> So yeah, so guys, uh, keep an eye out for the Mandalorian commentaries coming soon. We'll cover like we'll we'll do as many as there are, I guess, and then we'll just keep doing them as they come out. Cause I haven't seen them and I want to see them. If you sold what now? Okay. Uh, oh, that's a lot. It's not. <coughs> what I'm Dragon Ball. Why wouldn't you go as go as Goku? Yeah, Dragon, this is Dragon Ball Z. And then they're gonna be like, "Oh, I get it." <laughs> We're, we're going to go rob this guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we're going to go ahead and get the first story out of, out of the way, since Toby <laughs> so eloquently just slid us right into that transition. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, call me DB, DB Cooper. <coughs> now we're into heists. <coughs> okay, well, well, let's just talk about something for a minute. Um, well, no, let's. Oh my! Oh fuck! When was this? Why? Why are you reading this? Oh my God! People were shot today. How many people? How many people? Eleven? You said? I then fuck it. Yeah. 
Oh, is that what happened? Oh, oh my gosh. Yes, that, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Damn. Um, damn. We're friends. Damn. <laughs> yeah, well, it'd be shells and blood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, fuck, Toby. Why did you read that? Yeah. Uh, I'm all right at the moment. Tap that out. Tap that out. Tamp it out. Tamp it out. Save it. <laughs> oh, fuck. The world is crazy, man. Guys out there, uh, learn how to defend yourself. Learn how to be more aware of your surroundings. I know you can't help it when something awful like that happens, but yeah, Jesus Christ, man. If you're, if you're feeling some sort of way, there's always something beneath it. There, there's always a root cause. Most of the time, yeah. it's because you feel. Uh, might just be because you're feeling lonely or you're feeling alienated or you're depressed or something of that sort. Maybe you don't feel like you're good enough for anybody else and like you give in to people or things that tell you that they have the be your best interest at heart. But that's not what's going on. No, don't, don't do that shit. Get some help. It's okay to ask for help. Jesus. Stop killing people. Don't kill people. But get a gun. <laughs> if you can have guns where you're at, get a gun. Learn how to use it. Be safe. Learn how to throw knives, archery, backflips, parkour. <laughs> get out there. Throw some hatchets. <laughs> For safety. For safety and sanity in uh, country. The for <laughs> this this man yeah drive by hatchets <laughs> new idea yeah uh that's not new um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, staring at you. Like, did you really just kill me? And you're like, yeah. Yep, and then. <laughs> what is. Uh, am I okay? And then you look at somebody and you're like, hey, is. Am I. Is. is <laughs> Like, I feel like. I smell garlic. Yeah. Isn't that when they're having. Uh, no, I feel like it's when you're having. Um, uh, 
not a not a seizure, but a stroke. Oh, Maybe you smell burnt Ooh. toast. Weird. You yeah. A stroke. Yeah. Yeah. Say it again. <laughs> stroke. Oh, dude, the worst way, fucking brain aneurysm. You don't know when it's gonna happen. You you just get blood in your brain and you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh my god, there is a fucking axe in your head, sir. We're gonna need you to lay down. <laughs> no, I gotta go home. <laughs> Why did this man throw an axe at your head? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, there are the people that have like, um, you know, people. Fuck. Uh, people that have had like ice picks in their face. You know what I mean? Well, that's. I mean, yeah. Did they deserve it? Nobody. Nobody deserves an ice pick. I mean, maybe Hitler deserved like, okay, a nice pick. Like, no, <laughs> nah, I'll say Hitler deserved a nice pick to the face. Um, but he probably just took a bullet, and that's fine, too. That, I mean, that all de that depends, buddy. That depends on a lot of factors. Yeah, that, that dude did a lot of horrible things to just so many people. And so, yeah, maybe the worst death upon him. Yeah, maybe maybe one of the most painful things ever. But but even then, that's probably not what happened. Either he shot himself, had someone else shoot him in the head, or he lived out the rest of his days in fucking South America or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Oh, we're doing that already. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Oh shit.
some magical forest creatures. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly change out my mics. So, no, it's not. I thought it would be a little bit better, cut down on a little bit of the noise, but it's not really working for me right now. No, no, no. It's gonna be fine. I'm just gonna mute it. So, chill out. Tell your story. It's not that bad. It was just, yeah, but it's fine. I'm back, motherfuckers, I'm back. Volker Lang. Your name is Volker Lang. 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 So small. So they have the mag lights. So they would just like, ah, break them at the window and like get them stuck. And you're ripping it out like with a steel case or something. Okay. Okay, so they just beat the shit out of everything yeah. and then yeah. won. They didn't, I mean, they should have fought back. Right, they correct. They're hefty. Well, I mean, and they serve two purposes. Yeah, because that's how they can see. Because then you'd also have to bring a hammer. But uh, otherwise, you'd have to have a flashlight. Or you duct tape your hammer to your flashlight, and now you've got an unbeatable monster. Magammer. Good. Okay. <laughs> on, on the motorway. You should have been doing this in a German accent for a while now. Can you switch to it now? <laughs> May I read it in the German accent? Butterfuzz, it is lower. There it is. Oh my. And they had to get away route so the dude goes off the road and they say, you know, 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 you know
Right. So they just get to have it. In the black market, they yeah. Black market, you know, you get buyers. You think they got somebody already? Well, it's like you can bust it down and get it by three hundred million dollars worth. Oh fuck yeah, that's plenty. So Right. But even then, like, do you think, <coughs> I mean, and they'll get away with it. Or, if they really want, because what I'm seeing is he's tied. And maybe not just tied. Maybe they'll kill him. But yeah. maybe a big one is like, well, I'm keeping my share in this deal and then he'll get whatever. Like, yeah. Said, and he's going to be like, got fired. And then he's going to get caught. And then maybe. And then he's going to give, then he's going to sell everybody out. And like and and this is Germany. This is Germany, dog. You think they're gonna let you steal some jewels? Yeah, but even then, it's 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 got historical value. Yeah. <laughs> Can't just do this shit. So you get out. Man, you gotta, you gotta liquidate. Liquidate. Yeah, yeah, liquidate. Liquidize. liquidize. You gotta liquidize. put that shit in the blender. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they called the guy that testified at trial. He was a fan of the mob, so he kind of is. Yeah. Kind of is pretty sneaky. He's a very sneaky boys. Very sneaky, small little rat boys. Which part? Where are we at? This whole section? The museum is now made up of two sections. One historical and a newer part. It was the historic section, which contains around three quarters of the museum's treasures, that was broken into on Monday. The entrance to the historic vault must be reserved in advance, and there is a strict limit on the number of daily visitors. Do you like that one more? Do you like the more Werner Herzog? No. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Exhibit. Exhibits are arranged into nine rooms, including an ivory room, a silver gilt room, and the central hall of treasures. Guilt. The silver gilt room. It's, it's, it is spelled G-I-L-T. Yeah, I do not know. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Kretschmer, the leader of Saxony, of which Dresden is the capital, said he was devastated by the losses. Not only the gallery has been robbed, but also the Saxonians. So he's very upset. Yeah, duh. He's, you cannot understand the history of our country or the free state of Saxony without the great, the Grun's global, uh, (laughs) tell me how you'd say that. The Grun's global. (laughs) Um, and the state art collections of Saxony. 
The groom's grove alone consists of tins, rooms, uh, teemings with about 3,000 items of jewelry and other masterpieces. The building was heavily damaged during the Second World War, but has been successfully restored. Reopening to great international fanfare in 2006. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I must hit the beat. We party very hard in Germany. The discotheque is a very fun place to go. Have you ever been? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the building was heavily damaged during the Second World War, but has been successfully restored, reopening to great international fanfare in 2006. It has been a tourist magnet since 1724, when it first opened to the public. <coughs> oh my god. This is so long. I'm not going to keep reading this in German. I will do it since I find that Herzogin because it is easier on me. One of the museum's most famous and precious treasures, the Dresden Green Diamond, is, is currently on loan with the other valuable pieces to the Metropolitan Museum of Art for an exhibition. Saxony's interior minister, Roland Waller, said... Saxony's interior minister, Roland Waller, said, This is a bitter day for the cultural heritage of Saxony. The thieves stole cultural treasures of immeasurable worth. It is not only the material worth, but also the intangible worth to the state of Saxony, which is impossible to estimate. There's a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> Waller said... Police had already set up a special team of investigators to pursue the case. We will do everything in our power not only to bring the cultural treasures back, but to capture the perpetrators, he said. Leading international thieves experts speculated about the thieves' motives. <laughs> <laughs> the Dutch art detective Arthur Brown <coughs> who made headlines earlier this month after uncovering a long-lost gold ring belonging to the Oscar Wilde writer. The man, the writer, Oscar Wilde. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, said the objects might have been stolen by people hoping to sell them, who would soon realize there was little hope of doing so. But the second and worst scenario would be professional robbers who just want the objects for the material value the melted-down gold or silver, who would take out the diamonds and sell them separately. But as soon as the works are destroyed, they are, uh, they, they of course, are lost forever. Bernard Potter, manager of the art auction house in Herman Historica. Yes. Yes. Well, if I could get you to shut the fuck up for just a second. <laughs> well, as you know, I'm a historian. I work here for the Saxons. 
thousands. I'm very old. Yes. But I think that if they are going to sell them, I would rather them keep them intact. Because just for the sake of the history, I want these people to cherish them. And I have cherished them. Now, but if it were me, which it wasn't, because I wasn't, I wasn't there. <laughs> but if it was me, I would, I would melt them down and I would sell them as just, just for safety. Because if I was in that state of mind, I would, I would only think to sell them. I'm sorry, I'm supposed to be down here. It's supposed to be very quiet. Uh, he's actually in the Mandalorian. He's probably the dude who sounds like this. <laughs> because this is what Werner Herzog sounds like. Uh, d do you remember the episode of the Mighty Boosh when it's the Windy Blast Fast? Uh, you don't remember that one? The Drain Pipes episode with uh, the crab? You're saying all the wrong words. Um, the drain pipes. The Sorry, now you remember the whole episode. The Vindy Blastifast. He, he plays that director. Howard plays the director that is just a ripoff of Werner Herzog. Mm -hmm. Did he do Art House? Yeah. Yeah, he did The Doctor and The Pencil. <laughs> Black and white swinging fluorescent lights. Okay. Hmm. Well, they probably tried to sell a few of them, and they got found, so they were like, I guess I can't fucking sell these. Way to go, Gary. <laughs> got these... D you pulled that high so many years ago, Gary. You still haven't sold any diamonds, Gary. Why not, Gary? I can't sell them, Ma. Can't sell them. Too hot out there, Ma. Where did you get this, Gary? <laughs> That's his mother. This is Gary's mother. Oh, his friend guy. Gary. Gary's Ma's son. Okay, all right. <laughs> mm. Those are my favorite kinds of robberies, film-like. Why, though? It's... <laughs> just like to pour him out of that black velvet bag into your hand yeah, and just and then it cuts to <laughs> Toby just doing like a fucking uh, a 
yeah, doing doing a goddamn old school burlesque fan dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to no one. Okay. Oh. They lifted a gym. They must have been very strong. <laughs> Okay. Oh god. Cuz you know, fuck them. These flooded markets with all these jewels. There's too many sapphires. And not enough rubies. You're bringing me emeralds? Why the fuck did you come in here with emeralds? You trying to sell me Peridot right now, motherfucker? <laughs> oh my god. What is this? Is this Smoky Quartz? Coming in here with Smoky Spit in your fucking face. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here, Gary. <laughs> You want to be that guy? Yes. Where are you going to get the money to buy these jewels to become a... <laughs> what the fuck? You jewels! God! Oh, I'm so disappointed. I've been like an hour in. And like, so where do you get the money to buy the jewels? <coughs> no. First thing first. I thought, I thought you were talking. I thought you were talking about being the guy that they bring the jewels to. I thought because I was like, where is he going to get this money to start this this jewel and like buying company? Because I thought you were the I thought you were the guy. I was like, why are you bringing me this shit? Why are you bringing this in here for me to buy from you? Okay, I got you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's incredible. If you like your you like handicapped folks, tell me a smoke is on I appreciate what you do, but and I know if you weren't my sister's kid. I'd have put a bullet in you a long time ago, Tommy. <laughs> it's what money was at first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the selenite. <laughs> it's not. 
There's no one near enough clarity. Thomas, yeah. dumb. He's so dumb. Every. <laughs> Taking Tums because it gives him heartburn. Your mother was around. Nah, I took you in because you're my sister's kid. <laughs> and you played the piano real good, Tommy. <laughs> show <laughs> no one comes and watches him anymore when he does his recitals <laughs> now I know we didn't cover your mother's death your mother left she came back she died Tommy Yeah, at first she was just the day your mother left, and then it's like your mother on her deathbed. Yeah. <laughs> I realize now that we never went over your mother's death. <laughs> I'm 34. <laughs> oh my god. There you go. <laughs> if you go out what doing... Is that, that a gun, Tommy? <laughs> it's not a gun. Okay, it's a gun. You're not my pop, pop. Then why you been calling me pop for 35 years? <laughs> and you only my sister's kid. <laughs> Those drugs... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just it's just Tums and Pepto Bismol because he's got ulcers. <laughs> ulcers and heartburn. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love too hard, Tommy. I know when that man just takes it back. He just puts it in your mouth. And then shoot. Really? Is that what it is? I feel like it, because even when you take pills, you're supposed to throw your head back so it's a straight shot. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. No, people. They should be. That's weird. Okay, <laughs> I don't agree with that one. Yeah. Because that's how bros drink, right? Bros, bros drink. <laughs> Fucking lift your head, man. Well, your skin's real soft, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Jerk Nivea for men. <laughs> I'm on the old spice myself. That's why you smell so good. <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> bro, uh, while you're pounding Cassie, do you, uh, do you ever think of me? <laughs> cool, me too, me too. <laughs> Just like you know, during our life, our late night dance, dance offs. Your pants are so tight. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, breathing it out, breathing it out. That last set really, uh, really got to me. I appreciate you spotting me. Damn, it's so close. <laughs> You're my best friend, Craig. <laughs> Right there with you, I'm taking you hips and guiding you. That's like got me tearing up. This shit's so funny. White Claw. Yeah. <laughs> Get loose, brother. That's like a what do they call it? Pentarchian doctrine. What? Pentarchian doctrine. Catholic pastors. Okay. All right. Youth pastors. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's change it up. All right. No. For Christmas, we'll be youth pastors. <coughs> Go in, steal all the toys. No. The okay. Oh, the, like, the, well, because there's money in it, so tailors. Yeah, They're either tailors or Martins. And they have brand new strings to their belt. Yeah. Like yep. Like they they don't come around for certain days of the week. Yep. Probably. Fucking, Fucking assholes, man. That's how you get that natural chorus, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'd be like, you are my Lord. You are my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Always into surf rock. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. All right. It's always good. The obligatory yar. You know, we just get out there and we girl for the Lord. Even no means yeah. So, have you ever seen the movie Without a Paddle? Do you remember who they were looking for in that film? Me? Or them? Oh. So, we're going to talk about Without a Paddle for a second. So, you've got, uh, you've got, you've got Dax Shepard. Right. Dax Shepard. The no, their friend died. So there was four of them at first. They used to go on. They used to talk about camping. No, they were they were talking about looking for this person's lost money. DB motherfucking Cooper. Yeah, you got Dax Shepard, you got the Seth Green, and you got the remember who? The Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard? You you ain't never seen Scream? You remember Matthew Lillard? <laughs> you ever seen the movie Scream? You remember the, that there were two killers? One of them was Matthew Lillard. The one that got the TV dropped on his head. Tall, goofy, lanky motherfucker. Plays Shaggy and Scooby-Doo. What? Oh, what? You think you fucking that? You think you fucking that cartoon dog? He probably fuck with Scoob. He probably don't fuck Scoob. Oh, they they down together. Like, we gotta get out of here, Scoob. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the Scooby Doo porn you'll never I'm see. Fun to make. <laughs> Between the mystery, they get right back to it. Solid old man Carruthers was the bad guy the whole time. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, D.B. Cooper. How did we get to this? What? No, some dude in it. Some, some guy from Iowa. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Shaggy. Shaggy. Um Matthew Millard. Yeah, so that movie's about these three friends that uh, get lost. They get lost in the woods. <laughs> they find some hairy ladies living in trees, and that's supposed oh, yeah. to be what hippies are. And then Seth Green falls in love with the hippie, and uh, they get shot at by some by some pot farmers. Um, they find Burt Reynolds living in a treehouse, and he's supposed to be D.B. Cooper's friend. And then they find D.B. Cooper's money, and so... That's that movie. It's a good one, yeah. And then... (laughs) But the story of D.B. Cooper is actually really interesting. Um, So he said his name was Dan Cooper. And I will tell you the exact date in just a second. Um, (laughs) So it was in Seattle, Washington on the afternoon... Oh, no, no. So it was uh, in the airspace between Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington on Wednesday, November 24th, 1971. So the anniversary of that was not long ago. Um, So he hijacked a Boeing 727 that was flying between uh, Portland and Seattle. Um, And uh, let's see, what did he... Oh, nice about the plane. Um... So he extorted a $200,000 ransom in the equivalent of $1,240,000 as of last year. Yeah, so he got away with a little over a million bucks and jumped out the motherfucking plane like a boss. So what what I'm pretty sure uh, happened, let's see. Uh, I'm pretty sure what happened is that he hijacked it, and then they got the money, like they landed and got the money, and then left again, and then he jumped out. Uh, and they think, they think that he died. Most likely, they think that he. Uh, well, uh, well, uh, there's theories that he was ex-military. That he, like, had jumped out of planes before, and that's why he was adept at, like, I give me the parachute. Yeah, like, he, he he at least knew how to survive, because he was yeah. just parachuting into wilderness. Yeah, I mean, that's all you can imagine. So he had probably thought about roundabouts where he was going, but I feel like it was, um, it was unusually windy or something like that. And, and dipped, yeah. And it was his plan. It was his plan the whole time was to do that. So, the uh, the government. <laughs> uh, so he he got away. Yeah. Yeah. No one was hurt. People said he was very pleasant. Yeah. Uh, unless he died horribly immediately after jumping yeah. out, he's like, "I win!" And then, <laughs> and then they put holes in his parachute. They may have put holes in his parachute, huh? If they gave him the parachute, he didn't bring the parachute. If they gave him the parachute, <laughs> yeah, they would have packed one with holes in it. Um, 
What do you mean? They're the government. You don't think that they have, like, uh, no, kill this motherfucker parachutes? <laughs> I don't think it was one of I I don't know if he demanded like the government agents to have the No 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 no. Well yeah, I don't think it was no, I think it was he had only parachutes. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking like if they had these Yeah, because these don't forget, they're down from the left. <laughs> the holy ones. Bring the vengeance. Okay. <clears throat> I'm I'm just on Thanksgiving Eve, ni- uh, November 24th, 1971, a middle-aged man carrying a black attache case approached the flight counter of Northwest Orient Airlines. This is from Wikipedia, by the way. At Portland International Airport, he identified himself as Dan Cooper and used cash to purchase a one-way ticket on Flight 305, a 30-minute trip north to Seattle. So he was just going 30-minute 30 30 flight. Cooper boarded the aircraft. A Boeing 727-100, FAA registration N467-US, and took seat 18C, 18E by one account, 15D by another, in the rear of the passenger cabin. He lit a cigarette, because you could smoke on planes back then, motherfucker. Yo! <laughs> fuck you, fuck your fresh air, fuck your recycled air, recycle my fucking ass, bitch. <laughs> I'm a doctor. <laughs> Uh, let's see here Uh, he lit a cigarette and ordered a bourbon and soda fellow passengers described him as a man in his mid 40s between 5 foot 10 and 6 foot Uh, he wore a lightweight black raincoat loafers, a dark suit, a neatly pressed collared white shirt, a black clip on tie and a mother of pearl tie pin yeah he was looking he was looking alright flight 305 approximately one third full departed Portland on a schedule uh, at 2.50 p.m. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, Pacific Standard Time. Shortly after takeoff, Cooper handed a note to Florence Schnaefer, Schaffner, uh, the flight attendant uh, situated nearest to him in a jump seat attached to the uh, the, the door. Uh, Schaffner, assuming the note contained a lonely businessman's phone number, dropped it unopened into her purse. Cooper leaned toward her and whispered, Miss, you better look at the note. I have a bomb. The bomb fits the note. The note was printed in... Yeah. Hey, I'm not fucking hitting on you. Yeah. (laughs) Stop trying to block my cock. Read the note. You're you're, you're bomb blocking right now. (laughs) The note was printed in neat, all capital letters with a felt tip pen. Its exact wording is unknown because Cooper later reclaimed it, but Schaffner... Schaffner, whatever, recalled the note, uh, said that Cooper had a bomb in his briefcase. After Schaffner read the note, Cooper told her to sit beside him. Schaffner did as requested. They keep putting her name in here. Uh, Cooper opened his briefcase long enough for the the glimpse eight red cylinders uh, attached to wires coated with red insulation and a large cylindrical battery. After closing the briefcase, he stated his demands, $200,000 in negotiable American currency, four parachutes, two primary and two reserve, and a fuel truck standing by in Seattle to refuel the aircraft upon arrival. Schaffner conveyed Cooper's instructions to the pilots in the cockpit. When she returned, Cooper was wearing dark sunglasses. He, yeah, fuck yeah, that's at the end of the memes when the sunglasses come down and, like, fucking Gangsta's Paradise plays or whatever. (laughs) Uh, The pilot, William Scott, William Scott, 
Sean William Scott, Stifler, American Pie. Why'd you fuck that pie? Why'd you fuck that pie? Uh, 1971. The pilot, William Scott, contacted Seattle Tacoma Airport and tra- air traffic control, which in turn informed local and federal authorities. The 36 other passengers were given false information that their arrival in Seattle would be delayed because of a minor mechanical difficulty. Northwest Orient's president, Donald Neerup, authorized payment of the ransom and ordered all employees to cooperate fully with the hijacking commands. The aircraft circled Puget Sound for approximately two hours to allow Seattle police and the FBI sufficient time to assemble Cooper's parachutes and ransom money and mobilize the emergency oh, personnel. They brought him parachutes and off the plane. They brought him four parachutes. Okay, so you, but what, what I was thinking before while I was asking you what crazy report you were, here's your dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Emergency <laughs> kill the bad guy parachutes. Make sure he gets well, this one. Yeah. Oh, he, he's doing a ransom on the people in the plane? He's like, I'm going to blow this whole plane up for him and my money? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, he says, yep. Uh, Schaefner recalled that Cooper appeared familiar with the local terrain. At one point, he remarked, it looks like Tacoma down there as the aircraft flew above it. He also correctly mentioned that McCord Air, Air Force Base was only a 20-minute drive at that time from Seattle Tacoma Airport. Schaefner described him as a calm, polite, and well-spoken, not at all consistent with the stereotypes, enraged, hardened criminals, or take-me-to-Cuba political dissidents, um, popula- popularly associated with air piracy at the time. He's a fucking air pirate. That's what that's called. Air pirate. Air pirate. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, pirate of the sky! Yeah, Hell yeah! You hijack, like, yeah, it's just they're taking over but see, you're not trying to kill anybody. It's just like, I mean, it's probably a fake bomb, but they can't take that chance. Well, they, they can like engage in that. Yeah. Justify. Yeah. Because they knew that they were trying to hijack it too. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "All right." Uh, Tina Mucklow, another flight attendant, agreed. He wasn't nervous. She told investigators he seemed rather nice. He was never cruel or nasty. He was thoughtful and calm all the time. He was hot. <laughs> he looked so good. He never took the sunglasses off. He would only look over the tip of the rim of them at us. I liked it. He ordered a second bourbon and water and paid his drink tab. And offered to request meals for the flight crew during the stop in Seattle. Who wants to have Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, F- you have to get a cut for the crew. Mm. They pay you. If you're like pastry, you wouldn't do that. I'm throwing bodies. <laughs> <laughs> FBI agents assembled the ransom money from several Seattle area banks. 10,000 unmarked $20 bills. Most with serial numbers beginning in the letter L, indicating issuance by the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco, and most from the 1963A or 1969 series, and made a microfilm photography of each of them. Uh, Cooper rejected the military-issued parachutes offered by McCord AFB personnel, instead demanding civilian parachutes with manually operated ripcords. Seattle police obtained them from a local skydiving school. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Uh, let's see. 
so this is just over like five hours. So he's he started at two thirty is when the flight took off, but at approximately seven forty PM the Boeing seven twenty seven took off with only five people on board. So he let most everybody else go leave. Uh Cooper, pilot Scott, flight attendant Mufflow, co pilot Ratazak. Ratazak or Ratachak. It's R A T A C Z A K. Ratachak. 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 Okay. Ratachak. And flight engineer H.E. Anderson. Two F-106 fighter aircraft were scrambled from McCord Air Force Base and followed behind the airliner. One above it and one below, out of Cooper's view. He's like, I know, I know you there. I know you there. Don't matter. I'm going to jump anyway. <coughs> A Lockheed T-33 trainer diverted from an unrelated uh, Air National Guard mission also shadowed the 727 before running low. Yeah, he let them all go. Yeah, because he was nice. He was like, y'all go. Have a good time. Bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, overall, there were five planes in total trailing the hijacked plane. None of the pilots saw him jump or could pinpoint a location where he could have landed. He was wearing a black raincoat, dog. Neo in that bitch. Wearing sun he was the proto-Neo. <laughs> This summer, Keanu Reeves is DB Cooper. <laughs> You're gonna give me the two hundred thousand dollars. After takeoff, Cooper told Mucklow to join the rest of the crew in the cockpit and remain there with the door closed. As she complied, Mucklow uh, observed Cooper trying something around his waist. At tying something around his waist. At approximately eight o'clock p.m., a warning light flashed in the cockpit, indicating that the uh, the air stair apparatus had been de had been activated. The crew offer of assistance via the aircraft's intercom system was uh, curtly refused. The crew soon noticed a subjective change of air pressure, indicating that the the door was open. At approximately 8:13 p.m., the aircraft's tail section sustained a sudden upward movement, significant enough to require trimming to bring the plane back to level flight. At approximately 10.15 p.m., the aircraft's uh, air stair was still deployed when Scott Ratajak landed 727 at Reno Airport. FBI agents, state troopers, sheriff's deputies, and Reno police surrounded the jet as it had not yet been determined with certainty that Cooper was no longer aboard, uh, but an armed search quickly confirmed his absence. But he dipped. Okay. Yep, into the forest, never to be seen again. Oh, I mean, for real, that that should have happened. I, I don't. I, he probably died. He probably fell, maybe broken, broke himself a little bit, died, hurt himself. His wounds went bad. Oh, that's totally possible too. He may have gotten out, washed the money. He may have had somebody to exchange the bills with. So if you were to find, so if you were to find like uh, old drug money, and you were like, "Hey, I found a bunch of this money. I'm gonna keep it." Oh, you just be like, just let them know in your taxes, like, "Hey, I found some money." 
<laughs> BG Dubs, I found $3.5 million sitting in a shed on some abandoned land. And uh, I am now a millionaire, just letting you guys know. <laughs> How about that? I'm in a new bracket. Like, uh, just search, can you claim money you found? <laughs> okay, typically the law... The laws will honor finders keepers. Yeah. If after turning in cash for lost property to the police and the true owner cannot be found after a period of time, the tender may become the, the finder may become the keeper. In some places, however, depending on the value of the item, there may be certain restrictions. Like, no, motherfucker, it's mine. It's I found it, finders <laughs> keepers. I will. Uh. Yeah. Like, no, I found it. <laughs> no, that's when you that's when you come up with a story. I say like I found it. <laughs> I found it in the basement. <laughs> I found it in the basement of the old steel mill behind a concrete wall. And I found this. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's my money from my pocket. Okay. <laughs> Hook us up with some counterfeit dollars with our faces on them. Yeah. Toby gets the $5 bill. I get the $100 bill. <laughs> Make real money. Give it to us. And then profit. Just so you know there's something in it for you. So now I'm going to tell you about the collar bomb. Fuck you. This one may sound familiar to anyone who's seen 30 Minutes or Less. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah. Yeah. This one actually ended real, real bad. But the real story is far more tragic. See? Like I just told you. This is from Mike.com, I think. Yeah, Mike.com. <laughs> M I C. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna take this name off. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> I'm Mike. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Mike Dad Cam. <laughs> I'm Mike, and this is my yeah. This is my this is my website. I've made this. I'm Mike. I just want to let you guys know. <laughs> don't please don't 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 don't. <laughs> if I run out of money, then maybe you can get it before I can get it back because it was really expensive. Uh, in 2003, a middle-aged pizza delivery man walked into a bank, handed the teller a note asking for the money in the vault, and then lifted his shirt to display a collar bomb around his neck and chest. After stealing the money, he got about 15 minutes away before state troopers arrested him. He started screaming that he had been forced to perform the robbery and the bomb was going to go off. The police surrounded the area and waited for the disposal squad to arrive. But before they could get there, the bomb started beeping and blew up. No, they, he was like, he, he was telling them, well, they waited to call the bomb squad. It, it, it's a real fucked up situation. They, they waited a little bit long to call the bomb squad in and this dude, and you can watch, if you're out there, you can watch the video of the thing going off. Um, they had, they had a camera crew on him and yeah, it's fucked. You can hear it beeping. You can kind of hear him like telling them like it's about to go off and then boom oh. and then he goes down yep 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 yeah in 1963 2.3 million 40 million in today euros was stolen off of a post office train in England this is the great train robbery Toby all right the 15-member gang managed to pull off the caper without using a single gun. Not one. The money they stole was on its way to being burned, and the crew would have gotten away with it had they not played a game of Monopoly in a barn with all the stolen cash and left fingerprints all over the place. Monopoly? Yep. So they, they ran away uh, to this, this getaway cabin, and they were there for a, a couple days or a few hours or something, and they played Monopoly with some of the money. And, like, the, the people, they, they had, like, an escape route, I think, and the police found them, and then they scattered out and left, and but they left evidence. Touching stuff. Touching stuff, yeah. Touching stuff. What year was this? 63. Oh, we got forensic Western Nothing. and the Cowboys. Yeah. That's To, yeah, we're pitching shows now. Forensic Cowboy. Forensic Cowboy. In the West. He's a badass in the West. He's the first crime scene investigator. He's got tech. I'm the drunk radiologist. I don't wear vests. <laughs> I don't wear shirts. No, I don't wear the, the radiology vest. <laughs> okay. But 
I don't I, I don't wear lead vests because I, I figure oh, fuck it. Okay. Uh, they're real heavy. I have a hard time breathing as it is. And I just get these like little fits of anger, but it's fine. It's fine. Is Susan a really odd flower based on her name? Susan in HR, yeah. So is Karen, Karen in HR, Carol in HR. Carol, yeah. Sunny, I go up, I go up, and I knock on the door. I say, Karen, Carol. Christmas is coming up. It's your favorite time of year. It's also one of my favorite times of years. I want to go up to fucking wonderful time of the year. <laughs> Who's that? Uh-oh. That one person's going to be real upset. Couldn't have done this without you, Todd. Who's there? (laughs) Who's there? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And then we, then uh, it turns out it wasn't really him that we burned. It was a lookalike bear. And we get his son. Theodore. Theodore's son. Teddy bear. Yeah. That's the best. Teddy. Bear, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, uh, let's see here. Thomas Blood and the Crown Jewels of England, Toby. Are you ready? The year was 1671. Thomas Blood was an Irish assassin who decided to try his hand at a robbery. His humble target, the Crown Jewels of England. I'm starting to go into German again. I want to go into German again. Yeah. The crown jewels, which are held in the Tower of London, are surrounded by guards. A lot of guards. Blood's plan involved costumes, a fake title, a fake wife, played by a prostitute, and a fake nephew, which he claimed would marry the daughter of Talbot Edwards. The keeper of the jewels. The keeper. (laughs) The keeper of the jewels. The keeper of the jewels. This is my uh, Matt Berry impersonation. After securing a private viewing, the gang knocked Talbot out, smashed the jewels with mallets, and stuffed them in their pants to make a run for it. They. Yes. They smashed the jewels to pieces. 
but you're fine. But the only thing is, is that, is that your height, right here, especially, is definitely not in bounds. So what the umpire can do. And people are like, that dude's got some <laughs> lumpy ass <laughs> thighs. <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> After securing a private viewing, the gang knocked Talbot out, smashed the windows with mallets, and stuffed them into their pants to make a run for it. That's right. Their pants. <laughs> yeah. If I guess a fern, whatever you can get your hands on, gets these jewels in the dirt. <laughs> However, they didn't get too far, though, with several guards reportedly tackling them off of their horses. Blood lucked out, however, as King Charles... Tackling them off of their horses. Ta yeah, just <laughs> yeah, tackling them off of their horses. Like, maybe, it's, horses? maybe it's or from horse to horse. No, maybe... So the, the guys are getting away on horses, but the cops are <laughs> running up, running up Flash style, and yeah. running and jumping, tackling them. Or they just have those springboards set up all over the city, like gymnast springboards. So they're like running fast as fuck and then like jumping. Oh, no. Yeah. No, there's there's springboards set up all over the city for the cops. So but if someone's making a way, the, they're not jumping off. If they if they are doing it from horse to horse, what they're doing is they're riding oh, the horse up. How tall do you <laughs> how tall do you think fucking horses <laughs> are? Oh they come on, to this size. Uh, Toby thinks tall. horses are two feet tall. No, that's him jumping onto the horse. Okay. <laughs> Break all of that collarbone. Let's see. King Charles was so amused by the attempt, he pardoned Thomas and let him retire on a nice spot of land in Ireland. So the No, the guards tackled the gang members off of their horses. I don't think the police the polices ran up and tackled them off of their horses. Yeah. Yeah. Now what I was wondering was what it so the bad guys are trying to get away on horses. On <laughs> no, that's not what this is saying. That's the interpretation. They didn't get too far, though, with several guards reportedly tackling them off of their horses. Yeah. They didn't get too far. Because they were outside. <laughs> These guards. And then they knocked him up like that. <laughs> I don't know. Agree to disagree. 
Mm. It does, but I like to envision more of these guards, these badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're guards for a reason, bruh. They got skills. Horse tackling skills. What? Just to be clear, you're talking about fucking a horse at this point, right? No! <laughs> no, Davey! What you talking about? Fucking a horse. Okay. 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 But, oh yeah, around the waist. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> Put your foot on his face and he just keep pressure, keep putting pressure on it. <laughs> until, you, until you can't hear him beg anymore. <laughs> You are. You're hugging him over there. I'm sure he appreciates that. Yeah, Let's see here. Oh, yeah. We got anti-rich. We got THC. Uh, we got, what's the little scary movie? We got Archie. We got Bank Robbery. We got, uh, what's the other one? We got Hard Times. Uh, you've got <laughs> Kanye West. Yeah. You've got Beyonce. Which one you be? Uh, I will be. Um, I'm gonna throw that to you. I'm gonna be Ryan Reynolds, dog. Kanye West. You've got Snoopy. Okay. Okay. I don't think that one. I don't like that one. I think you're just pulling that one out of your ass. <laughs> I don't remember that one from the first list. Um, I'm going to be uh, an amalgamation of Beyonce and Kanye as a dual thief. Yep. What about you? <laughs> okay. I think you'd only disappoint her. <coughs> I, I did my best. <laughs> Jewel Air Pirates. So you go on the plane and you, no, you demand people's jewels. First off, you demand their jewels and then you demand more jewels. I let everybody off and I feel good. Just me because I'm going to have fun. And I don't need no tea. I bought my tea. I'm going to have fun. Everybody else is 
How are you paying these men? <laughs> We're stealing the Declaration of Independence. But then you can't trust them. The you cannot trust them. You have not bought these men's loyalty yet. The these men will shoot you in the back. These men will kill you, Toby. Am I on this crew? These have to be your friends from childhood, Toby, but still one of them's going to betray you. One of them will betray you. There will always be a Judas. There will always be a It's you. You are the Judas. If you look around to the... One out of three people is a Judas. Look to your left and look to your right. <laughs> Two out of every three persons is a Judas. Really? Yeah. So you just hide in a box. A box. Not a room. A box. Hide in a box. A refrigerator box will do. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you want to talk about boxes, we can talk about... Uh, and that you're an Xbox. <laughs> Xbox Bert. Xbox Bert. Bert. <laughs> you said you, you said you were an expert. No. No, no, no. <laughs> and you've come to the wrong place. Come on in. I agree with you there. <laughs> While playing Xbox. <laughs> a therapist? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Your words, not mine. I am who <laughs> I am who you want me to be. But you may call me Xbox Bert. <laughs> well, this is a bed bath this and beyond. It's just it's just it's just me and Christopher walking in here, bitch. <laughs> yeah, in click. Yeah. That's where the Christopher Walken came from. Yeah. Yeah. Gets real sad when Henry Winkler <laughs> dies. Henry Winkler. The day when I was talking about um, John Knox. Yeah. About him being a cosmic Winkler, I totally meant Henry Winkler. Okay. Like, that was something that, because you were like, are you deaf? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Knox has been gone while. Gone long while. I guess it's old. Yep. Old, old Henry Winkler. <laughs> old, my office is in a bathroom. He probably loved that. It's 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 old fucking dude from uh <laughs> from the goddamn uh Arrested Development. Yeah, 
Yeah. Love that show. That's yeah. you. <laughs> Avery Finkels. I remember you, Avery Finkels. Is say you is say A and pretend you're jacking off because that's what Toby's doing. Yeah, you, you see, but you still got the the thumb up. Okay, thumb out, jacking. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hit a jukebox. I never, I never liked that his office was a bathroom. It's gay, right? <laughs> In the men's room of a mall shop. In there? It smells like piss in there, Fonz. <laughs> it's my piss. Now I'm Al Pacino. Yeah, that hey, was on Happy no. Days. <laughs> they definitely said it in a nicer way. But I'm pretty sure at one time it's like, no, it's okay. So it's like, one, jail. it's like jail. It's like jail. Nah, Five, you piss here. Number one. You know, in jail, there's, like, specific shitting toilets if you're in, like, a kind of, like, open mm. kind of dorm. Yeah, so, when you're, when you're providing a jail for all these punk bitches, you didn't have a motorcycle, you didn't have a jacket. And they must, uh, expect a moose to kill a moose. <laughs> you ever seen a moose <laughs> big enough to kill another moose? It's huge. <laughs> so, think of the biggest moose you've ever seen in your life, okay? You thinking about it? You you envisioning this moose? <laughs> you talking about hair moose? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh my god, I'm embarrassed. Hey! I'm 35 and unemployed. <laughs> I run a I run some sort of office out of a bathroom. What do I have an office in a bath? Why do I have? Why do I need an office? Potsy? Yeah. 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 Uh. My uh, <laughs> dude, uh, so the guy who played Potsy was gay, and my uncle dated him for a while. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> How young? <laughs> How young we talking? No, I don't think so. I don't think it was that late. <laughs> but I thought that was pretty interesting. Ding, ding, dong. Ding, 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 dong. Bells ringing. Oh! 
Okay, go into your app store right now. We're going to do this real quick. Go into your app store. I gotta, oh, I gotta yeah, get... I don't know what the new one is. Song recognizer or whatever. We're going to do that right now just for you guys on the podcast. As fast as Toby can do it. Oh, we will get claimed. We don't give a fuck. Fight us. Come for us. It's something like that. It'll work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some more baby, please. <laughs> I downloaded someone pay me, please. <laughs> Knife. Like a thief in the night. <laughs> Are you downloading it? Mm-hmm. How how close are we? Got it. How much? Okay, you got it. Oh oh oh! oh. Just like that paternity oh, test. Do you think our song would be on this? No. No? Well, it just tells you what the song is, right? Yeah. 
I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you about this song. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've known the whole time. That yeah. You know the song? No, I don't know the song. You know it exists. I know it exists. Yes, you're not insane. Okay. Well, you're insane, but well, not no, about I that. You knew the damn song. No, 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 no. The part. Oh yeah, just really drawing it out. Yeah, because I love that. Okay. <coughs> all right, let's do this. All right, love y'all very much. Get on the socials. Go say hello. Subscribe. All that jazz. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Bye-bye.